0: What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to Kids Talking Sports. I'm Rahel Jazzle alongside Aiden Blank as we're going to recap some of Week Two's NFL games. And there's a lot of good NFL Week 3 matchups this week. So, Aiden, I just first want to hit on um, last week's, the Cowboys, with the, one of the craziest comebacks I think we've seen in a while against the Atlanta Falcons, 40-39, to 39. I believe Atlanta had a 15-point lead with about two minutes to play. And they let it slip. Of course, the Cowboys recovered the onside kick, which is virtually impossible now these days. So I don't, I mean, I I don't know what your opinions are because I was in shock.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, they didn't cover. They only won by a point. They needed to win by six at the least. But uh, I was very, I mean, that was stunning. Uh, I thought Atlanta stood no chance. Um, I couldn't really tell if it was Atlanta playing really, really well or Dallas playing really, really bad. Um, Because Atlanta kind of held their own in week one against Seattle. They didn't play horribly. They were kind of able to hold their own against a team that's much, much better than them. Um, I do like Atlanta this week. I think they're going to have a very good week this week. Dallas kind of scared me, um, and I think the NFC East is very much wide open. Uh, I think legitimately, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think the Giants – have a shot still. There's still a path for them to win. Um, I think it would be tough, but I think they they lucked out because this is going to be one of those years where one team makes it from the division. It's whoever can get the closest to 500. Um, I think Dallas will probably be that team, but the Giants have a shot. I think the the football team has a shot, um, and I think I, I've been very disappointed with the Eagles. Um, I did not take yeah. them this week. I took the Bengals mostly because the Eagles were six-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, but I think the division is very much wide open, um, and you'll, you'll see that throughout the year. I think the Giants and Cowboys would be my two favorites, but Washington could win and Philly could win too.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> as a, I mean the, the NFC East at this point, who knows, could win. For all you know, a 7-9 team might win the division at this rate.
1: Um, I think probably. And it yeah. happened a few years ago. Remember when, uh, the back at that point, the Redskins won the division. Yeah. Um, it was literally who can finish a season, who can play 16 games. Yep. It wasn't even didn't even matter whether you win or lose. Who can make it through 16 games? But, uh, yeah, it's going to be one of those years in the NFC East, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, but I will say about the Atlanta Falcons, um, I think that Dallas beat themselves in the first – because they fumbled three time, fumbled four times, lost three of them. Defense did a good job holding the Falcons to field goals. But I don't know if you saw in the onside kick. So they put the ball on its side without a tee. And for some reason, six Falcons players just let the ball dribble 10 yards before jumping on it. So I don't know if they didn't know the rules that they could pick it up before 10 yards. I mean, and, you you know, we see this all the time. We see usually, you know, like one player, you know, Forget the rules. You know, sometimes a runner in baseball thinks there's, you know, one out. They thinks there's two outs instead of one out, so accidentally goes. But, Aiden, this is six players. That has to be that, – that, that, if it's six players, then it's clearly something's wrong with the coaching there. It, it clearly means that they're not prepared.
1: Yeah, I think they get complacent. That's probably the worst thing you can do in an onside kick situation is get complacent and think that somebody else is going to get the ball. The most yeah. important thing is just cover that ball up. Make sure that you get it. Um, the Falcons got a little complacent. They assumed that it was going to go their way uh, because you know statistically it's generally likely to go their way. And Dallas, credit to them, they pushed forward. They were able to get the ball back and uh, they won the game. Good for them.
0: Yeah, it, six Falcons are standing around the ball. I don't know if they thought it was going to. I thought. I think. I don't know if they were trying to just let it kind of dribble out of bounds. But I mean one of you has to go for it and if you don't get it there's five other dudes yeah. to cover for you. So but Yeah, you're I mean, right. Well <laughs> uh, I, I don't I don't know. But um They're not the gonna Cowboys. get that game back.
1: They might win this week though. I like them in Chicago. I like that matchup. They're three and a half point favorites. Um I would take them against the Bears. The Bears have been meh. I know they're two and oh but I just haven't been impressed with them yet. Uh,
0: yeah they played they I think they played well in week one to get back into it. Uh Second half against the Giants, they were horrible. They let the Giants right back in the game, but they're still tuned on the season. But another game we want to talk about is the Patriots-Seahawks. So we both got this one right, the Seahawks, but I think it was far closer than you anticipated. 35-30, Patriots are stuffed at the one-yard line. Somehow, whenever these two teams play, there's always last-minute drama. So I know Patriots fans are probably upset about losing, but this has got to be a positive sign for them knowing that Right now, Seattle's probably one of the best teams in football, and they went toe-to-toe with them for the full four quarters.
1: Yeah, credit to Seattle. Uh, Credit to Seattle. They didn't back down usually in a situation like that when you're on the verge of an upset. A lot of teams would crumble. They didn't. Uh, New England came in. It was Cam's first primetime game with the Patriots. Clearly, he's on a mission to prove, to prove himself and to prove this team can do it. And uh, I think it's very clear this is a one and one team probably still favored to win the AFC East. I think they're probably still, if I had to pick one team right now that would win the division, I'm not so sure Buffalo can stand tough the whole year. I think they're probably most likely to do it. Um, So I think he played very, very well. Good for him. Getting out in prime time, and we'll see him this week against a surprisingly good Raiders team that kind of just came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, um, we're going to get to that one uh, later, but good sign for the patriots knowing that they're still able to contend and again if you put pressure on buffalo you know buffalo is, probably has a good chance of you putting pressure on them to crumble but we'll see what happens the head to head meetings so let's get started with some of the notable games i've marked down we uh actually you know what? let's just start right now with the one we were talking about the patriots versus the raiders i have i have new england winning i i understand the hype uh the hype around the Raiders, but I feel like what I saw from New England on Sunday night to hang with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, I think that's good enough to win the division. So for that reason, I'm going to pick the Patriots.
1: I would normally take the Patriots. If we were just straight up picking them, I would take the Patriots, but it's a six and a half point spread. They are at home, uh, but there are no fans. That's kind of a little bit of a bummer, and I think they might be getting some fans very soon. Uh, I thought the Raiders played very well on Monday night, I think the Saints definitely are in trouble a little bit. They gotta, they gotta pick things up if they want to get back to uh, the Super Bowl and back to the their winning ways. Um, I did take the Raiders only because of the points. Um, I think they'll probably keep it within five, six points. I don't think the Patriots will win by a touchdown. I, I just, I think it'll be a very good matchup. I think it'll be a very close matchup. Good test for both of these teams against. Two, uh, this could be a playoff matchup. I like the I like the uh, Patriots in just straight up pick them, but I do think the uh, the Raiders will be able to hold them to within six and a half points.
0: All right, so the other one, uh, another one we're talking about: Bills versus Rams. Two two unbeaten teams going at it. Who do you have for this one?
1: I took the Bills. I have them two and a half points. I think it's highly unlikely they'll win by one. If you're just going by statistically speaking and I'm seeing right here 55 it's about even 55 to 45 people are favoring the Rams actually against the the spread Um, that's I mean listen it's tough I think the Rams are going to be in a little bit of a tricky situation it's a cross-coast trip uh, kind of like the Raiders Um, it's that's something to look for it's a cross-coast trip you're on the east coast they're not in their usual territory I don't think Buffalo has fans yet um, because New York Is just not ready for that. Um, But it is a 2 0 matchup. I don't think a lot of these people would have expected the Rams to go 2 0. Good showing from them last week. I did take Buffalo. I think they're probably going to be New England's main competitor in the AFC East. And uh, I think you've got a very good matchup. But I do take Buffalo with the points.
0: Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think, uh, I I know the Rams, I mean, again, the Rams have beaten the Eagles. And the Cowboys, it's not the two best teams, but not the two worst teams. But, oh, oh, who knows? The Eagles might be considered one of the worst teams in football right now at this rate. But I agree with you. We'll go Buffalo. Speaking of the Eagles, uh, but two of these teams both looking for their first wins, the Eagles and the Bengals. Now, I was originally leaning toward the Bengals, but I'm just going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to pick the Eagles just because the Bengals don't know how to tackle. And um, I think the offensive line will do enough to make sure Wentz doesn't get hit at least 10 plus times. So I think, I think this is a major statement game for the Eagles because if they lose this game to the Bengals who are also not, I know they have Joe Burrow, but are not a very complete team and not a great football team. Then this really starts to ask the questions. Okay. Is it Carson Wentz? Is it the offensive line? Is it the coach? So this is a major pressure game for the Eagles here.
1: Yeah. So this is the same spread as the new England game. And I have the same thinking as the New England game. If we're picking it straight up without any points, I think the Eagles probably narrowly edge. Um, But I do think the Bengals keep it close. I think Joe Burrow looks very, very good. Um, I think they made the right pick. The worst thing to do for him would have been to come out and throw like five interceptions. It been horrible to start the season. Um, I think Bengals fans needed some hope. Uh, after the kind of the exit of that older era with Andy Dalton, remember they were really good. They used they to make the Pittsburgh. playoffs on a yearly basis. Um, I remember the last time the Jets made the playoffs, I think they lost to Cincinnati in that wild card round. I mean, Cincinnati used to be very, very good, and I think he's trying to bring them back to those days. I think they keep it close. I don't think they win. I think they're probably going to go 0-3, but I don't try. I, I don't think they're going to be able to get blown out. I just, I have no faith in the Eagles anymore. I think that it stays close. Who knows? Maybe they even pull out a win, but um, I think there's no way that the Eagles are going to win by more than a touchdown.
0: So what happens if the Eagles do lose this game? As we said, it's a major pressure. Is it, is it Carson Wentz? Is it the coach? You know, people have been saying that they drafted Jalen Hurts because they don't think Carson Wentz is the guy. So what happens with all of that? I don't think they sub in. Uh, I don't think they sub in Jalen Hurts, but there at least has to be some thinking about it. If you start, yeah, 0-3. I don't.
1: I don't think they're ready to make a big change like that yet. Um, it's still three weeks of the season. We've seen teams that have started much worse, like the Colts from a few years ago. We've seen teams start much worse and do much better. Um, you basically have to shoot for eight and eight especially now that there's an extra team in the playoffs you shoot for eight and eight nine and seven I think you got a very very good shot um, but anywhere around 500 and you're at least in the mix um, it's only three games I think it's not quite time for panic but it's definitely time to start grooming Hertz. Um, whereas if they totally tank and they go God forbid they go oh and five oh and six or one and six or or cannot turn this around maybe that's when you start to give Hertz a shot because you know there's no other reason to play. I mean, the same kind of thing as with the Giants and Eli Manning last year. They were basically, they were fighting a little bit in the beginning. No, of but they were, they were they pretty kinda, much
0: out at that point.
1: Yeah, they kind of tanked down the stretch and then they basically decided, okay, we're not going to make the playoffs. We'll give Eli one or two games to finish out his career, but we're going to get Daniel Jones ready. And I think you could see Hurts start next season. I don't, I think it's a lot of uncertainty, uh, but don't be surprised if they start to tank here and Hertz ends up as the, uh, maybe not the starting quarterback, but getting a considerable amount of minutes.
0: Yeah, keep in mind that the, the Eagles let Nick Foles go because they chose Carson Wentz over him. Now, the saying is Nick Foles is trash everywhere except for Philly. So um, it, it's, it's starting to, I don't know, maybe they should have kept Nick Foles, but very interesting stuff in Philly. Another game, the Cowboys coming off that miraculous win play, maybe one of the best teams in football in the Seahawks. Um, I, I don't care what the spread is. I think Seattle wins this game with, with ease. I think Russell, Russell Wilson just came off throwing four touchdowns in a primetime game on a Bill Belichick Patriot defense. He, he's going to light up that Cowboys secondary.
1: Yeah, the, the defense for New England, I think, is one of the best things they have going for them right now. It, remember last year, it basically was just... The only thing. It was the only thing they had. And the only reason they didn't totally get wiped in that, uh, in that playoff game, but... Um, The defense is the only thing they really have going. I'm with you. I think the Cowboys looked weak last week. Um, I think they – listen, they turn it around late. I think it's definitely a possibility that they come out and really give Seattle a run for their money. But it's a four-and-a-half-point spread. I like Russell Wilson with the points. I'm a big proponent of take him if it's anywhere close to a, to a three-, four-point spread – I always like to take him when the spread is smaller. I think he's very, very good at covering, um, especially with the way that he moves. He's definitely got that team going in the right direction. And who knows? They haven't been to a Super Bowl in a while. Um, they kind of we'll got go overlooked last year. They, they, they've gone under the radar a little bit. Um, hopefully he can bring them kind of back into the national spotlight. And I think this week will certainly be a wake-up call for the Cowboys if they can't really compete. That uh, – Maybe we need to turn things around.
0: Yeah, but at this rate, with a loss, they might still be in first place. In the Probably, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, and now we have the Sunday night game. The Sunday night and Monday night games are great this week. The Packers versus the Saints. Now, usually I'd pick the Saints, but that, that team without Michael – Michael Thomas is not playing – that team without him looks very suspect. A lot of people have been saying – Michael Thomas is the reason that Drew Brees looks so good. And I, I'm, a, I'm a Drew Brees fan, but he didn't look great on Monday night. And a lot of people are saying, you know, maybe it's age, holes are starting to show. I don't know. Um, he's never – people are saying his arm is done, but he never really had the biggest arm in the NFL. He's more of the – you know, the. but he's just so accurate with the arm. And to see him kind of – even in week one against uh, – New. Even against Tampa, he didn't look great. So it's kind of it's very strange to see him coming out and throwing a lot of incompletions, at inaccurate balls. And I know the Packers have only beat up on two small teams, but Aaron Rodgers looks very good and he looks very motivated after the after not after the Packers drafted Jordan Love to put some pressure on him. So for that reason, I have Green Bay improving to three and zero.
1: I also like Green Bay uh, three and a half point spread. It's entirely possible that the Saints can cover, but I think they've. Uh, Definitely declined a little bit since that NFC Championship run two years ago. They've had some problems with the better teams. I mean, last year, Minnesota came out of nowhere and shocked them. Uh, I think they definitely, they're on a little bit of a decline. And it's it's up to Drew Brees to turn this thing around right now. They're one and one. Definitely not panic time. But I do like Rodgers and the Packers. I think they've been playing very well this season. Um, these are two quarterbacks that this might be the last time we ever see them compete against each other, which is sad to think about. Um, yeah. But I definitely like Rodgers and the Packers. I think they'll probably win this game outright. Um, I would probably take them even if it weren't for points. Um, but it's three and a half points. I think it's if, – if New Orleans does win, it'll be very, very close, one or two points, maybe even three. Um, and I think it's probably likely that Green Bay wins.
0: Yeah, and of course, the last, the last game, the Monday Night Football game, the major showdown, potentially an AFC Championship preview, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this game is essentially a toss-up. It's realistically 50-50. Any team could come out and win this. I have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think they're the best team in football right now. Kansas City, they did beat, they did beat the Chargers, but... They struggled a little bit, but the good teams find a way to win, even though, even when they're not, um, not playing well, but just from the way Baltimore has looked, I'm going to take them over the Chiefs right now. I think they're the best I, right now. I think the Ravens are the best team in football.
1: Yeah. I also, uh, I, I think the Ravens are good. Uh, but I do think that Kansas city's better. I think they have the better, um, just the better overall team. Um, I would, Go with the majority of America at this point. It's 64% to 36%. Kansas City is definitely overwhelmingly getting picked. Uh, it's a three-and-a-half-point spread. I don't like Russ covering that. Uh, Jackson. I don't know. I just had a complete brain malfunction. But um, I, don't like, I don't like Jackson in that game. I think that Kansas City at least keeps it close. I think just like uh, Green Bay, I would probably take them even without the points. But I'm looking forward to seeing these two teams. I will watch both these games. I'm looking forward to hearing the future of the NFL announcers because Al Michaels is off this week. So we get Tarico on Sunday night. And then for the first time all year, I think, yeah, for the first time all year, it'll be the main Monday night crew exclusively. You've had a couple other secondary broadcasts these past few weeks but they'll be uh, exclusive on Monday night. So looking forward to Levy and uh, the whole gang for that. Going be, to be two very, very good games to finish out the week.
0: Yeah. Um, so that is all for, Nat, uh, for this episode. Once again, this is week three preview. Very good games on. And um, we're going to try and continue with these weekly episodes. We will be back for Monday, though, for our baseball pre- playoffs preview show. Uh, yeah, sometime on Monday, and we'll get that to you guys soon. So thank you for listening, and we'll see you on Monday.